see everybody the snow's melting and the ice is melting but <laughs> not everywhere so these great big bumps of ice and it's actually kind of fun until you hit a big pothole but like this, this is basically a lake the exit of our street to another street oh it is three degrees and the snow is literally melting it actually seems to be spring except it's that or horrible early spring that just smells like dog poop defrosting <laughs> and oh good didn't rake the leaves I can smell rotting leaves now because <laughs> they're defrosting <sighs> so that's that but it's nice because it's melting melted a great deal in like three days <sighs> for sure so it feels you know like actually it's spring um, which is good because it's supposed to be spring shortly Right, 21st? Yeah. And it's what's today, the 19th? Yes. Oh yeah, we'll be all gone by the 19th. We'll be all gone by the 19th. Well, in Toronto, it's apparently pretty much all gone. And it's a very nice warm day. And Maddie, who's visiting, said yesterday that she went out for a beer on a patio. Yeah. Because it was 15 degrees yesterday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> she went out for a drink. I mean, that sounds great. Yeah. Um. We haven't had weather like that, early spring like that, since 2012, like 10 years ago. And the reason Isabel makes the joke about the 19th, the reference to the 19th, is the fact that the first year we lived up here, 1996, um, it was a it was a very cold winter, and we, of course, had moved from southern Ontario, so we weren't used to the cold anyway. And then she kept saying, when's all the snow going And I, I would say, by the, it'll be all gone by the 19th. And it was like this by the 19th. The, um, it's all been gone by the 19th twice ever since I started saying that, which was 1996. And so it has happened. Yeah. It has happened. But yeah, typically it's more like, I don't know, early April before maybe even mid-April before you can sort of say, okay, yeah, the snow's gone. Um, and some of it stays around for a while too, right? So you get uh, those sort of patches of snow where, and like where I go cycling, once I get out in the road, there are parts where, that I go through that have, tra have like trails that are um, covered with, um, like they're shaded, right? So the snow doesn't actually melt. Yeah. So that gets into sometimes middle of or late May. Yeah, and because the, the snow becomes really loose around this time, so it's kind of dangerous oh, to walk on it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, well, that's this is the, this is the time of year. This is leg breaking season. That's yeah. what this is. I mean, this is that's what happened to me. Ice and, and melting and then freezing and melting and freezing. I went out the other day to put up the garbage, and I thought, and I, I took one step outside and was like, uh oh, <laughs> and it all came back to me, like because I just slipped a tiny little bit, like. Yes. Maybe a centimeter, nothing, you know, nothing dangerous. I didn't fall or anything, but my, I, I think I felt my stomach go move around all over the place. Whoa, there was one of those potholes we've told you so much about. Um, and uh, yeah, it was like, uh-oh, here it comes. So, and 
Yes, Maddie's, well, Maddie's visiting, for, visiting. John, for John's birthday, which is yes. very nice of her. And uh, Ross. Yes. Ross is also, that wasn't even the plan. Ross was going to drive Maddie to the airport in Toronto to fly up, and then I guess he figured, well, why not? So he, Maddie flew here, Ross drove here. Yeah, I don't get it, but whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, he, she said it was very last minute. I think he decided With yesterday. The gas being the, the price it is now. Yeah. It's, uh... Would have been cheaper to buy a last minute ticket, maybe. <laughs> Probably not. She's gonna have to. They're gonna have to time think, it. So when he flies back. No, I think they were talking about it last night, and she said something about yeah, taking the train. Oh, sure, of course. Go the, train, I think goes. I don't know if the, does the go go to London now. That'd be called, that, That's awesome if it does. I think. I think I heard go train. Okay. I'm not sure. Either way, you can take Fiat. It's like I don't know how much it is, but it's not crazy, and it's actually a pretty pleasant experience, and you get. It's easy to get from the Toronto airport to the to Union Station now. There, there's a, a train link that costs like six bucks or something. Yeah. And you just hop on it and it gets you right to, like you, know, you have to, remember how long it used to take? Take like a cab or a bus and then a subway and all this stuff to get back to downtown Toronto? Yeah. You can now get to it in 15 minutes on a train. Yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, maybe she'll, she'll, she can do that then get right to Union Station and get to London. So that's not so bad actually. Yeah. But, uh, no, it's, uh, it's, it's nice to have her around. It's funny because I guess it's probably always like this. But when she visits, it feels like she's never left. Like mm -hmm. it's completely normal having her there. You yes. know what I mean? Um, I don't know if that feels like that for her. But to me, it just feels like, oh, yeah, Maddie lives here. It's no big deal, right? And... It used to feel like that when I would visit home and my folks lived, well, in the house I grew up in. Now that mom moved out and moved to her townhouse, I don't feel like that at all. I feel like I'm visiting mom. Whereas it used to be if I felt like I was at home. You know what I mean? Yeah. It must be the same with you because like your mom moved from that place, uh, uh, Nicole up there too. Well, after uh, so many years yeah. of visiting different, different places, places. That's right. Of the, the place where the places where your family lives sort of you, you learn to kind of discover it a little bit every time you yeah, go that's right it's sort of you re reacquaint yourself with the concept of home it's it's yeah it's really something that lives in your heart I think. totally right yeah yeah but it's nice when oh, when yeah. you feel that feeling of it's being amazing. home yeah whether it's with friends or with uh, a book you're reading or yeah. a place that you visit often. That's right. You know, it can be anything. It's nice. Yeah. It's nice. A lake, maybe a camping ground, whatever. A pair of pants. <laughs> no, it's pair of pants. No, I'm serious. It can be yes. anything. Can I'm be anything. home, baby. I'm home. It's, it's like putting on... The other day I put on my leather jacket, which I haven't worn in about a year. It's like, oh, I love this jacket. Yes. <laughs> you know? Um, it's that kind of thing where it's, it's, uh, well, it's the expression. It's like putting on an old pair of jeans. People say that about yeah. things they like, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the reason, I guess, that I 
you know, watch Mad Men all the time. Is mm-hmm. it's I find it oddly comforting, uh, yeah. even though it's about really bad people <laughs> mostly. Yeah. Or The Sopranos is even worse, right? It's like mm-hmm. I, I once described it as it's like putting on a pair of comfortable jeans, comfortable psych- psychopathic criminal jeans, because <laughs> it's you know The Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I got. Uh, yeah, anyway, it's nice having Maddie visit, and it, it feels good. It feels good. And uh, this week I had, I got a good week, a lot of student presentations, which are, God, it's a lot of trouble. It's funny, I, I've asked people, what do you think is, or people have sometimes said to me, well, it must be easier once they start doing presentations. It's like, no, it's actually harder. Yeah. Because I can give lectures. I mean, that's what I do. Yeah. It's it's trivial for me if I had to, you know, it's... Uh-oh, here we go. <laughs> but it's like I'm running a little conference four times a week when I have these presentations yes. in two classes. And, you know, the content the students give to their classmates isn't delivered as well as I do usually. Yeah. Some of it is. Some of them are very good. But usually it's not because they're not professional, and that's fine. Yeah. But... It would be easier if I did it. So it's not, it's funny because I've heard people say, yeah, it must be so much easier once you get into presentations. It's, I don't have to prepare anything, but I have to be ready for everything. And I have to make sure when I see, if there's something in a presentation a student says that isn't true, which happens very rarely, I, ha- I have to be able to say, now that's not exactly, you know, and you can't do it and crush somebody. You can't yeah. stop and say, no, 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 you're done. That yeah. was wrong. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, Hardly ever. I've maybe two or three times I've had to correct people. Um, but uh, yeah, and they're also very nervous, most of them, um, because they just aren't used to doing it, right? And no matter how many times you say to somebody, "You know this stuff better than anybody in the room. You're the one who prepared this." Yeah. And they always say, "Well, not you." I say, "Yeah, but of course not me." But sometimes I say, "Actually, you've read more recent stuff on this than I have. You do know it better than I do." So it's been a, it's been a good week, you know. Um, not too much stuff happening. And, uh, for the upcoming conference, when uh, we had a Zoom meeting of the executive of the society, and I had a background that was the background of, of, of uh, a bunch of us from the conference at dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and then I kept changing them to different things from the conference. And the president of the society said, Dave, could you make those publicly available? I said, yeah, why? Well, maybe people would want to have backgrounds and they don't have a lot of pictures. You seem to have a lot of pictures of CO3. I said, okay. So I put like 400 CO3 pictures in a shared album. So people are going to have weird backgrounds on Zoom that are things like Rob Hampton <laughs> making, making an old-fashioned in the background. <laughs> One is just a bottle of Pernod. <laughs> Mike Barron's bar. It's going to be That's great. That's awesome. And of course, my standard picture off the balcony <laughs> and my picture of I just want to go home, which is the sunrise in the morning of the last day. All those things. And it's like, okay, I, if you guys want that, I can do it. You think my horribly, if you think pictures taken by, literally taken by a blind man are good enough, <laughs> fine. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's great, right? <laughs> that is so good. So, 
like, uh, there you go. That's a good collaboration. That's a good art collaboration there. <laughs> Everything's art, isn't it, Isabel? It's well, all art. I'm thinking about this. I mean, really, yeah. Everybody has, is putting a, a photo behind their their camera. That's pretty awesome. Well, see, part of it is I think a lot of people, even two years in, don't. I mean, I thought that it takes a lot of tech savvy to do that, but I think a lot of people don't even have that level. Yeah. We have people in our society who are 70 years old, 75 well, yeah. years old, and they're retired, and they still come to the conference. I, yeah, I'm not good with virtual backgrounds. I just kind of, whatever. Right. I prefer having my real wall anyway with all my artwork on it. That's so much more fun than a virtual background, but... What you've done there—that's funny. So it looks that's like people. Cool. It looks like you're at the conference. Like there are yeah. ones that actually I've, I've taken of people giving talks, <laughs> and, and plus, it's the audience. So plus, yeah, it's it's like yeah, a little slice of time. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. I'm gonna go. Uh, and shop. I'm gonna kind of have breakfast at. Uh, that's Scott <laughs> Coffee. Yeah. I know what you're doing. You may think I'm predictable. You are also predictable. <laughs> we are old people who are predictable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. See you in a bit. Get your See phone nice so I can text you. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so it's like three degrees and raining, which is my least fucking favorite kind of weather. I'd rather it was five degrees colder and snowing. Wet. Cold wet is bad. I don't mind raining in the summer. Isn't that a song by the alarm? This guy wants to turn and hurry up. All right. Probably should play this song.
Well, I just made a big funny joke, I think. You be the judge. Yes. I was coming out of the store and I had all of my cart, of course, with all our stuff. Yeah. And a woman was coming, she was carrying a kid, and the kid's like a toddler, he's probably, he's probably two years old. Yeah. And she says, boy, you're getting really big. And I looked at her and I said, I'm sorry, you know, I've put on a few pounds, but... <laughs> I mean, she laughed, she knew I was joking. <laughs> well, I was at the cafe and yep. uh, some people walked in and sat beside me and one man coughed. Oh, nice. Didn't have the mask on, right? Was he eating? eating. Yeah. He wasn't eating yet. Oh, good. Then he, he should have had his mask. He was wearing it. Stupid asshole. And uh, I could tell from those two, from their conversations, and the, from their looks and their, the way they were acting. Yeah. Convoy people. Sort of. Putin lovers. Around the vicinity. Yeah. So I right away finished my bite, wrapped up my sandwich and finished it in the car but i missed my coffee i'm, I'm gonna there's some coffee at home yeah lots of coffee i was having actually i was having chai tea missed my chai tea yeah okay there's some bums coming oh not so bad uh. and and the uh comfort of being there Usually, there are two kinds of crowds there. There's like 50-year-old women sort of getting together with friends. A lot of friends, a lot of girlfriends okay. go there and okay. hang out. Mm -hmm. and, and there's like businessy kind of working guy kind of men, you know, like yep. uh, the couriers, for example, the curator and federal express and all these people yes they hang out there you right know? Uh, but i think he would wear his mask my, our friend there darren i think his name is the guy delivers our amazon or Devin or darren yep <clears throat> he, uh, yeah so anyway you're fine i know I'm but sure you're gonna be fine this is like a really stressful time where the government has kind of sort of mic drop like it it did so much for us i'm so happy that we got protected by governments that were even though you know some people might say this was the wrong decision then that was a, they did their best but now we're left it's like we're left at our own devices and Yep. So many people think it's their right to not tell me that they're sick. You know, they got COVID and it's their right to not say it to me. So I'm like, okay. Well, if they had it already and they're not sick anymore, you shouldn't worry too much. And we're triple vaccinated. <laughs> Probably yeah, fine. but so many people around me have had it and yes, kind of that's dropped how it... the information. Oh yeah, you know, uh, dropped the bomb. Uh, and you know, at various time, I was around them. You know, sure. For for different uh, situations, mm -hmm. 
so it's you know there's a lot of iffy stuff there um, and that's that's kind of a crappy feeling to, yeah. to be sure I get what you're at saying. the mercy of other people's decisions who like their line is somewhere else you know like oh, I I'm think not talking you... about a friend who did not know and uh, got sick and couldn't reach me or something like that or has enough on their minds to you know um, make sure that they're quarantining and everything I'm not gonna be mad at them but somebody who knows that they have COVID right now, they don't wear a well, mask and they go somewhere because now we're not asked anywhere. Like we're not asked yeah. to show our vaccination. Starting, start, yeah, it's starting. We're starting not getting again. a screening anymore. So, and people don't wear their mask. So I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, if you don't wear, no, if you don't wear a mask inside, you're actually just a stupid asshole. So that's, like, that's simple. No, well, when you're eating, it's hard to do. Yes, I understand that. I don't understand. Yeah, there anyway, is that's the in between. Sure. So it's just like negotiating all of this. I just don't understand why it's ridiculous. so horrible to wear a motherfucking mask. I don't understand why, why it bothers people. I just don't understand it. It's a thing that goes on your face, and it's it doesn't hurt you. You can breathe fine, because if you couldn't breathe fine, doctors who are doing surgery would be dying all the time. <laughs> so you're just a stupid asshole. And I, I literally don't understand it. I, I, and I, I'm serious, I don't understand it. Because it, it isn't horrible and painful. And worse is the people with the noses. Or the people who, um, like I saw somebody in the store today who's wearing a bandana. It's two years in. Get a fucking mask. I felt like grabbing one in my pocket. Going, Here, you want this? Because you're, what you're wearing on your face is stupid and it does nothing. Of course, it wouldn't solve no, it. It's, but. Uh, there's the portion of the podcast when we yell at people yeah. <laughs> in regards to masks. That's right. It's been <laughs> going on for going, two years. Oh, no, not that not one that again. Part again. <laughs> we should have a little stinger for that part. Now, here's masks. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Oh, if it's we compiled all the parts that we talked Jeez. about masks. Masks and fucking potholes. Hey, there's the title. Masks and effing potholes. There's a title. Oh. Not to mention gift cards, gift cards, gift cards. Unbelievable. Is there anything you want in here? Oh, I think I'm okay. Good. Yeah, there's a bunch of beer. I hope too. I have little shots of gin and with pop. Yeah. Kind of. Like one little shot. Yeah. So that's okay. what I have. Yeah, these I'm just, days. That's probably all I'm gonna get is a bottle of gin. Doesn't make on. me sick. And well, you don't want to be sick. You shouldn't drink so much you get sick. Yeah, like just a little bit. That's no fun. Not a lot. We're right back. With you. Yeah. Okay, let's see. How busy is the store? Looks a little busy in the liquor store. 
Yes, I know You know I hate to go But goodbye Love was sweet Our worlds can never meet So I'll cry just a little Cause I love you so And I'll die just a little Cause I have to go away Can't you see how I feel When I say love's unreal So goodbye, it's been sweet Even though incomplete So I'll cry just a little Cause I love you so And I'll die just a little Cause I have to go away Very clear Now love's gone Gone away As I once Heard you say Now I've cried just a little Cause I love you so And I've died just a little Cause I had to go away So now I have to check and see what we have to pick up at the other place, which is what? Jumbo Crispy Wings Breaded Chicken Fillets. Oh, God. Okay. Does this sound good for um, this experience that I'm doing? Uh, I'm filling out a, um, a questionnaire. Okay. Um, so what is the title of your experience? Studio visit with Isabel Michaud at Galerie Saint Cloud. Oh, that's a fine. You want to know what the feedback for the title? Yeah. Yeah, I guess with visual artist Isabel Michaud. Okay, with. I think that's a better way to put it. Artist. Because that says that this Isabel is the actual Michaud. artist that does the thing. Okay. How would you, uh, no. what makes your, you uniquely qualified to host this experience? <laughs> well, it's my studio and Art I'm the artist. <laughs> and sometimes mysterious. The story of the banana glued to the wall with duct tape created quite a stir. As a professional artist, I have launched art spaces in Sault Ste. Marie and I hold a BFA from Algoma University the smallest university in Northern Ontario. I work daily to teach certain basic principles of contemporary art. These artistic forms are a little more demanding for the beginner art viewer. 
I remember times in the past when I stood, stood completely puzzled in front of torn pieces of fabric. I don't promise to fully explain the banana stuck to the wall, <laughs> but I could at least contribute some clues. This will create a moment conducive to discussion. Yeah, that's good. I, I don't know how else to describe it, so that's pretty good. I mean, what else would you say? Price, $27,000. Describe your experience from beginning to end. Well, that's what you're going to have to, to work To participate on. in the studio visit, email me at... It, it, email me, isabelmichaud, at lagalerie-sans-clou at gmail.com to arrange for a meeting. I will meet you outside our building and guide you to my studio. There, I will show you the current exhibition and my artist studio. We will have a 30-minute conversation and I will direct you to further fun spots in town. Yeah, that's fine. That's about it. Yeah, well, that's what you want to do. So, I mean, what, what are you going to say? The price would be $10 per person yeah. for 45 minutes. $10 per person for 45 minutes. Yeah, so you're basically making minimum wage. Yeah. No, no, that's what I'm saying is that I'm not trying to be denigrating. That's not ridiculous that people would pay that. I think. Okay. Yeah. That seems fun. I like it. That's good. Come by, come on, come on, come on. Well, I, I don't uh, want to um, be uh, necessarily too tight, but the thing is, if they email me, then I can answer. That's right. No, no, that's right. Then people can when say, so I specifically, am I going to be making any art? Am I going to be, you know, whatever, right? Because, uh... Again, the sign is still gift cards, gift cards, gift cards. <laughs> people pay attention. People who care about those things. I have... Has been for a long time. I, I do a lot of work for, for the exhibitions. And, um... Like, it's really, uh... Teaching me a lot every time I sure. do one more. No, and as you know, there's nothing better about learn, to learn something than having to teach it to somebody. But, so. um, I mean, the the exhibitions I'm doing right now, like each each artist, yeah. uh, it takes a lot of time to, to put it together and get it posted and do the uh, packaging of it and sure. sending to online and yeah videotaping and sure um, all that stuff the website that i'm making and you know finding the sort of the template um right figuring out templates and sure. all that yep. Um, yep i'm doing it all by myself and it's a lot to manage sure. the social media the website talking to the artist and 
all that so that's a lot of time and that leaves in between times for me to make my artwork when when a show is pretty much figured out then it's that time is my time in the studio so to, sustaining them yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. to uh, make my own artwork work on my website for my artwork right you know yeah um, and write grants and all that so right it's, uh, excellent no, if I good. add more like uh, meetings here and there it, it, uh, it could be it could become a little you know busier invasive but if I keep the times tight I think I should be okay right I think that's true very good. That oh, sounds good. And the only way to find out if it works is to see what the market will bear. Like, are, 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 are people willing to do that? And I, I would imagine with people coming through, yeah. you know, uh, more and more people, now that there's more, like, what do you call it, uh, more tourism because of people, people traveling more. Yeah, uh, right. So that's basically the idea that people get to meet a person, a local, a local person. Yeah. Totally right. Yeah. They get a little bit of a of a something, you know, right in there. Right. I don't know. I, I'm testing it. I don't know if I want to be tied to that, but but I'll see how it works, and how it goes. Sure. If I can find the happy medium between. Uh, you know, having positive, kind, gentle, you know, not not uptight. Yes. Uh, like this one curator that came once. My goodness, that was a that was a bad visit where we left. Kind of, I left ba kind of baffled at what happened. Uh, somehow, I I insulted this person. I really? don't know how no, I, don't I did that. Right. It was weird. That sounds weird. Yeah. It's, uh, it is weird. I, I think sometimes it's because I, I think people, I think more highly of people than, I don't know, like I think. <laughs> They're going to be professional, they're going to be ABC, but they're, they're frustrated by their experience at school. Right. And um, somehow they, they, they didn't get to, to be heard or seen or whatever. Yes, so sure. When, when I speak honestly about things, and I, I think that they they feel at the same level as me and meaning that they've done things, some things have, have failed, some things have been good, you know, like yeah. they have that sort of maturity in, in their life where right. they can take things with a grain of salt, you know, but sometimes, no, they're not there. They're, they're in a bubble and they've really been pushed down by people in their program and right yeah so right 
uh, it's something Tom always knew how to do. You know, well, how to engage various people with in, experience that happens in That's conversation and keeping it uh, safe uh, for people to sure. to engage in. Gotcha. You know. Yep. Like you do that too. Do it. Oh yeah. I think uh, many people feel valid and valued uh, in who they are, who they are becoming. Defensiveness or whatever, like right. I'm not. You're the one who's being defensive. I'm not being defensive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With uh, sweating profusely. Yeah. Mark, Mark short on SNL. <laughs> being at 60 minutes. I'm not being defensive. You're the one being defensive. Oh, Martin Short. What a genius. A comedic genius. Indeed. I love that guy. Oh, yeah. No doubt about that. The, uh, I mean, that, that show with Steve Martin, Only Murders in the Building, was so right. So, I just got a text from Ken wondering if he can come over at some point and do a podcast. So, that looks like that's going to be happening, too. That's wonderful. Because he's in town just very briefly. Yes. I think he's picking up his daughter. I guess what happened, I guess Karis came up here for March break. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Came down he came there. down there for March break, and then he's driving her back. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't know how she got down there. But she did. So he drove her back, and then he's got to go back. I think he was, like, last night he drove back, and then he leaves tomorrow. So, just a quick turnaround. Yeah. But hopefully we can find time, this, maybe this afternoon, maybe this evening, to sit down. And, yeah. Uh, do some podcasting, which is always fun, with the potting and the casting and the what have you. Yeah. Okay, so, okay, I need to get breaded chicken fillets so, and like, jumbo crispy. So, like, when we go with Jonathan to Burger Don, this is what will happen, eh? Like, we'll be... Out there with tons of people. Well, the not, place gets packed. I'm not horribly worried about it, actually. No. No. We're very well protected. We have three vaccines. I, I, I'm not that. Michelle got uh, COVID, and she got the. She was. She had the booster. Yeah, people do, but it isn't usually as intense. Jesus, look at this. I cannot believe this is unreal. Oh my god. You this know, is the worst. We, yeah. We could always not go here. That's ridiculous. 
my god. It was like we were driving Russia, a Russian tank driving through Ukraine. We'll have to abandon it here. There's some farmer to haul us away. Be right back. I like the best. I'm not entirely sure. They all have their charms. Oh. Okay. Okay. 
Whatever you say. at the time it's right um, because like when you like for the, usually look for the next day I bet it's over 80% accurate um, people complain about the accuracy of weather predictions but they don't seem to realize that um, they notice when it isn't accurate they don't ever notice when it's not accurate, which I think it is like nine times out of ten, roughly. <laughs> yeah. You know, no, I, th I think it is. I mean, I, I, yeah. today this is what it was supposed to be like. I mean, yeah. this is what it's like. Yeah. You know, but no one goes, oh boy, damn weatherman predicted it properly again. It just doesn't happen, right? People just complain and they say, I didn't bring the right coat today. The yeah. it's it, predicting the weather is as accurate as actually it's really pretty good you're just not paying attention <laughs> it's the same thing with um, well no the same thing happened during has happened quite a few times especially early on with the with the pandemic and people saying you know they said if we did nothing there'd be this many cases but look it's like yeah because we did things We'll see what happens. I, I'm my concern is that there's well, I would actually put down money that there's going to be another wave. But that's just me. What do I know? I'm just a psychologist. Yeah. But that's my guess. You know, sometime in late April, early May. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I saw that uh, in La Presse. I saw a title that said. Quatrième dose, possibilité de quatrième yep. dose. Yep. Oh, there's some more bad pothole area here. Holy Christ. Happily, it's right <laughs> in the middle of the where the where, your, where the tires go. It's not where it is, but it's like you got there's like a slit trench right down the middle of the road. <laughs> yes. Uh, this afternoon, I'm going back to the studio. Oh, yeah. I'm setting things up because I have a. I've had uh, Shannon Moan contacted me. Um, she has two beautiful children, a baby and Marlo, a little girl, who uh, is on the autistic spectrum. Oh, yeah. And her girlfriend is uh, francophone. Okay. Uh, and they want to teach their children French with art. Okay. So yesterday I was kind of organizing things in the studio to uh, allow for 
little kids. I have that chaise. I'm going to have to move it, I think. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to give it away because I can't bring it home. It won't fit in our house. Yeah, I know where you put it. So I'm going to have to move that thing. Maybe tomorrow you can help me. Uh, sure, whatever you want. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't think there's anywhere to put it, so. I just want to create more of a space, like airy space for um, kids to sure. kind of throw themselves on the carpet and right. like, uh, not trip on cables. And, well, that would be good, yeah. You know, things like that. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's probably ideal that, they, that kids don't trip. That's you probably don't want that. Yeah, well, I have you know projectors, and they're not on the ceiling yet. I, I don't know if that will ever be a thing. I hope so. Right. But the projector I have, I don't think is good enough to do that. Okay. With that, that's for the future. I have to write another grant. Here we go. We're on the young back. <laughs> oh, look at that. Will Isabel and Dave make it past this lake across the yeah. Coquihalla? <laughs> yeah. It's completely ridiculous. Snoop de loop. Look at this. Hey, I see some grass. Look at that. If All right. We don't need uh, La Ronde. We have La Ronde. Yeah. Coming. Just about, every eh? Every day. All right. Home every day. We will see you next time.
Dreaming Such a winner's day 